This is the Ad Hero Podcast, the podcast that reveals marketing tips, trends, and techniques by industry experts, insiders, and influencers. For years, AdSymbol has helped businesses develop and launch campaigns to amplify their message, establish authority, and earn their lion's share of the market. This podcast will help you design and supercharge your plan to make an impact with valuable lessons you can apply in your business today. To get more information or start now, visit adsymbol.com. That's A-D-S-E-M-B-L-E.com. Let's get started. Welcome to the Ad Hero Podcast. Coming to you on Fridays here on adsymbol.com. My name is Gio Giovanni. And I'm Matthew Lebe. Wait a minute. That was a little bit weak, man, for, for the roster horn. Let's try that again. <laughs> oh. That's what I'm talking about. The volume yeah. was down. The volume was down. <laughs> can't have no weak roster horn, man. That just doesn't work. No, we can't. No, we can't. And you know what, too? I was going to say we're broadcasting every Friday, but, you know, we had like a little bit of a hiatus, so I don't want to like, you know, misinterpret. Or, or what have you, our uh, listening audience? Yeah, it kind of went from every Friday to a Friday that we get around to doing it. <laughs> this is actually our first show in September. It is our first show in September. And another little Easter egg, we're actually taping today's show on a Thursday. But it'll That's right. be released on a Friday. Correct. So for all of our listening audience fans out there, we know you guys like those behind the screens. See how I threw that ad symbol? Ah, little, you did. I threw yeah. an Easter egg on top of an Easter, Easter egg. egg. That's wow. right. That's yeah, right. So that's those who, who concentrate on the show will yeah. understand that part. Well, and speaking of Easter eggs, there's uh, in the A block here. First of all, we got a great show. We have Andrea Henley uh, on our Zoom chat right now. We're looking at her. She looks fantastic. Say hello. Thank you. Thank you guys for having she, me. She's, uh, we are connected to her on the West Coast. We're doing the West Coast, East Coast connect connection right now, but she's going to be given the lowdown on how do you market a fitness center gym during this crazy 2020 year of a pandemic. So that is going to be the bulk of the show. Uh, she's she's going to be bringing the fire. She's going to be bringing a lot of tips. Uh, so we're just really excited to have her tell us how she's surviving and growing her personal gym out there in Florida. Um, and we're going to get into that in just a minute. But before we do, speaking of Easter eggs, Gino, what do we got in the, in the A block here? Because there's some big news dropping. Oh, there certainly is. And by the way, uh, I'm really excited for this episode okay. because I spent about 10 years in the gym and fitness industry myself. Oh, so be- oh that's exciting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, many clubs. Many, many Are you companies. still active no <laughs> not no but oh, okay. a, a lot of influence though I'll, I'll i'll tell you that much um but starting things off we have uh an update in marvel studios now look marvel studios has a lot of movies and tv shows coming out uh all the way from the movies uh, or the uh, the uh, cinematic world to the disney plus uh and what we're finding out is just things keep getting pushed back, except for the Disney Plus shows. They tend to actually now go back onto the regular schedule that they were supposed to come out. And what we are finding out is movies like Black Widow and Eternals and some of the others, they're all going to get pushed back until 2021. Okay, so basically anything that was slated a big movie studio film release, especially these big high budget Marvel movies because they have so much special effects and so much things happening in them. Anything that was slated to come out in 2020, they're just done with 2020. Everything's coming out in 2021 now. Correct. Oh, great. Okay. So I got a question for you. How that's going to be like 
15 blockbusters in <laughs> one calendar year. Hey, Disney can do it. <laughs> did you, yeah, I know they did can. you recall 2019? I, I know they can do it, but, but here's my point. My point is, do you think that, and we'll open the floor for Andrea to, to chime in as well if she has a thought on it. Do you guys think that that's going to impact the total earning possibilities of some of these films that were thought of to be like maybe the next billion dollar whatever, but now because they're doing so many major releases in one single calendar year that they, that, you know, all of them are going to earn less. Yeah. That was, that's the controversy because the, the, the first test was that was the, the new mutants movie and that didn't do so well in the box office. However, tenant that came out around the same time, if not just shortly after uh, did slight, well, actually more than slightly better. So uh, it probably really depends on the movie because th- what they're also finding out is Mulan, which was supposed to come out in the movie theaters, uh, got pushed to Disney Plus. And at first they thought, okay, well, they won't, they'll lose a lot of money that they could have had. But then what they found out was weeks later that the, uh, because they, the movies didn't have to, or the movie studios didn't have to pay the uh, movie theater companies, they actually, kept all the gross so they didn't have to pay anybody else out Hmm. um so they didn't do as bad as they thought that they were going to be andrea hot take are are all the movies better or are they going to do just average or less than average i think people are itching to get out of the house Hmm. so i think a hybrid version is great have some have some releases in the theater then some in home Okay. So they can do better financially, obviously. Some people want to stay in the comfort of their home, but a lot of people are just can't wait to get out with the kids and kind of have that normalcy. Right. So I think it depends on the film. But I, I do, I kind of agree with you, though. Um, Matt is, if you're releasing so many, maybe it's going to be more of a break oh, even right. than a spike. Right. But... I like the hybrid idea. You bring up a good point, though. Maybe the video on demand concept combined with the in-theater option brings in even more money. Yeah, that's interesting. That I didn't. Be. I didn't look at it from that lens. Well, they've done that before for years past, but it was like on a lot of smaller films. So if they can try that out now, that just might be a game changer. We will have to wait and see. Okay, what do we got next? Okay, so for the DC universe, changing universes here. Uh, Found out a few days ago through Variety that Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League cut will actually be filming additional scenes. Now, I don't know exactly what scenes are going to be in the film, uh, but they are noticing, or people who are in the know, in the press, and so forth, that there has been uh, scheduled and, if not already scenes, filmed for the new movie. So that's going to be pretty good because that's just going to make it extended even longer. Like we were talking about somewhere between a four to five hour movie that's going to be broken up into four or five different episodes on HBO Max. So anyone who sees the Snyder Cut is going to get way more than they, uh, I guess, would pay for, which is cool. You know, I like longer movies and this is all going to be cut up. So it'll be something different. Hmm. That's uh, so for uh, some of you in the know, this is going to be a reshoot because Zack Snyder had a tragedy in his family 
Uh, he started filming this movie. There was a tragedy in his family. I think it was his daughter passed away. Daughter passed away. Uh, he had to he had to leave production. They brought in the studio brought in somebody else to finish filming the movie. Josh Whedon. They released the movie. Josh Whedon's vision wasn't as good, or it's debatable. He just had a different vision than Zack Snyder had to finish the movie. And so fans were disappointed when the movie came out. So now Zack Snyder has agreed to come back and refinish filming the movie under his vision from start to finish, and they're going to re-release it. But now you're saying they're going to add some more. That's that's right. Be a big deal. So so it, it it's pretty much the the movie was done. They just I I'm not sure what new scenes are going to add. So that that's kind of like the mystery. What their uh because what ha- what happened was that there was a lot of cut scenes, a lot of scenes we saw in the original theatrical re- uh trailer, but those were not put into the final cut. And so they're going to go back add those scenes plus do a bunch of scenes that needed a uh, more special effects, CGI and, and so forth like oh. that. And they're going to put all those into the, the movie so that th- the story makes more sense or the story, I guess the, the, the more Zack Snyder cut sense. I got you. I got you. Let me, is it still slated to come out in 2021? Uh, actually I, I thought it was supposed to come out at the end of this year, but I guess it's going to be yeah, 2021. Okay. Andrea, are you a fan of these kind of like, uh, super intense CGI, like, you know, Batman movies, Spider-Man movies, these things yeah, like that. Yeah, of course. My husband's a fan, so I have to be a fan. So. Uh, okay. <laughs> you like him already. You're fan, fan by association. Yeah. It's all good. That happens. No, I do like it. Yes, that, that, I like that. Is he a DC guy or a Marvel guy? Marvel. Marvel, yeah. I, 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 I lean towards Marvel as well. I know it's it's... It's almost like a political question. Are you on the right or are you on the left? You know? uh, I like Wonder Woman, so. Oh, okay. So you're D- yeah, you're DC girl then. Okay, gotcha. Um, okay, so that's that's big news. That's awesome. Yeah. Can't wait for that. Okay, wrap things up in the A block. What's this other big news that hit uh, kind of pop culture big news? Uh, well, do you ever pay for something and then realize that maybe it wasn't the right thing you should have done okay so so joe rogan went on to spotify and now he's getting censored exactly right what is happening (laughs) with joe rogan getting censored well it started off uh there was a total of three oh can you hear us yeah i can yeah okay good can you hear me Yes, no, I, I love, I love, we watch Joe Rogan religiously. We love him. Do you really? Yeah. Yes, so, I'm a big fan. So oh, what's, well, what's going we're going to need your news. take on this thing. Yeah, what's going because on there news? was three episodes that he previously had when he was in Los, the Los Angeles studio. And that was, uh, those now were not added on to the Spotify playlist. And then there was some that came out with um, him saying something about Caitlyn Jenner and Caitlyn Jenner taking offense to it and transphobia, he was saying, or she was saying, and, and so forth. Anyway, uh, and then, and then uh, it turns out the staff of Spotify, not specifying who, but the staff of Spotify uh, is, went to the president of Spotify and said that now every, before every episode airs, Joe Rogan's show needs to be uh, basically gone out with a fine tooth comb and have a fact checker and uh, make sure that he's not saying anything inappropriate that's going to tee people off. 
before they put it up on the net. And that's, from what I understand, that wasn't what, well, that's not what the Joe Rogan experience is all about. And the president apparently backed up Joe Rogan. Oh, wait, what does that mean then? That means he doesn't have to do all that vetting. Correct. But it's still big news that like, you know, the rest of Spotify wants Joe Rogan Exactly. <laughs> so every time Joe Rogan speaks, it'll be like, <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, he should have stopped. I mean, he went for the money, you know, versus the authenticity. You know, he's authentic. Right. I don't. I don't like. My husband are talking about. We don't like the new background either. Yeah, it's kind of okay. Different. All right, yeah. background. I'm going to throw a little reference out here for all of our uh, listening audience who can remember this far back, which I think you both can. But this reminds me of a little-known film called Wayne's World. Yes. You yes. might remember Party time. when Wayne and Garth took the deal <laughs> to go onto the corporate show. Oh. And they had a whole different intro and everything, and they wanted to do those cue cards. Remember that scene? <laughs> That's right. And they said, you can't do that anymore. This is like a big network thing now. And they're like, huh, whatever. <laughs> you know, like, My favorite was when they mentioned Delaware. Like, yeah. Great, I'm in Delaware. Yeah. <laughs> this is like Wayne's world in real life. Like Joe Rogan took the money. And now they changed the background. Now they're trying to censor what he says. Well, let's say two things. This isn't going to last. Well, let's say two things real quick. He, he, he not only took the money, but he also wanted to get out of California. And there's a lot of major companies and podcasters, more podcasters who were in Los Angeles are now going out of, uh, uh, California, like, uh, actually. (laughs) I, 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 what I, we love about Joe Rogan is he just tells it like it is, and he kind of has a pass with everybody. Right, right. Censored, not. I mean, re- remember when like Howard Stern came out and how bad he was? <laughs> well, I think I think that was the key difference. <laughs> that was the appeal. I think that was the that was the appeal, and I think that's a key difference in the paths of Spotify versus like SiriusXM like Howard Stern basically negotiated the move to Sirius XM, one of the most lucrative deals in, in, in radio history under the pretext, like I'm basically getting censored on the E channel and like mainstream, like live 105, like radio. So if I make this move, not only do I expect to be paid a lot of money, but you, I, I have carte blanche to say and do whatever I want to say and do. And Sirius XM was basically like done. You know what I mean? So I don't, I don't know that nobody's going to ever know the details of like what the Spotify contract was, but to have like all of this come to light after it's kind of like you knew what you were signing up for on both teams, or you should have known what you were signing up for on both teams. Like Joe Rogan's camp should have like vetted that contract better. Um, But Spotify's team should have been like, this is the guy that we want because he's crazy and says, crazy shit and he's all over the place like we want that audience to come to our platform okay cool you knew that that's what you're getting like why are you trying to like switch it up now yeah you knew what you drove off a lot with that's the that's i feel like that happens to people a lot they love you for who you are and what you are as soon as they bring you in they try to change everything you are and what you that's what i'm saying total wayne's world reference in real life it's crazy uh a pink song too something like that yeah there is yeah that's right. Yeah, she was like, yeah. 
So we're, we're, we're going to circle back about something about Joe Rogan that we find actually particularly very interesting um, a little bit later on in the show, Andrew, because we want to get your feedback on it. But without further ado, we definitely wanted to jump into the kind of like the, the, the meat and potatoes of the episode here. We wanted to um, get, um, have you explain to the listening audience who you are, what your background is, how you got into the gym fitness industry um, to start. And then Gino and I are going to start peppering you with questions until oh you're, God, <laughs> until you just hang up the zoom call and run away. No, just yeah, kidding. From a different world too. The outer, different hats. But yeah. And we're going to, and we're going to hear about that as well. We want you to, to, to make some okay, references we'll to that, that as well. So where, uh, uh, your full name, where you're from, how you got in the fitness, uh, gym industry and just go for it. Okay, sure. Yeah. Andrea Henley. And we are located in Bradenton, Florida, um, owner of Anytime Fitness, which is a part of a franchise. There's over 4,000 Anytime Fitnesses worldwide. Uh, So we're, I think in this area, there's seven uh, Anytime Fitnesses alone just in this area. Wow. Among other fitness, uh, you know, centers. Um, How we got in the fitness industry. uh, My husband is a Marine. And he's always been in really good shape and, you know, workout buff. He spent so much time here. The previous owner said, do you just want to buy the place? That's awesome. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, we were both members here. And I was coming here, but I was also going to CrossFit and that. But um, we got really friendly with the owner. She was wanted to move. Um, so we were like, what, you know, a gym, like, what are we going to, you know, we never run one or, you know, had any experience, but we were into fitness. I have a sales background. So I know with any business, it's all about sales, you know, right? no matter what you know size it is. So that's how we got, we love fitness. We like to help make people, you know, a difference in people's lives. And I uh, just wanted to have a business that we didn't really have to stock anything. You know, we don't mm. have, to, you know, there's no products here. It's a 24-hour fitness center, so every member has a key fob, right? So we're not staffed 24 hours. They have a key fob. They come in through the member door, whether we're here or not. And what the beauty of it is we're, we never close. So mm. in this environment, you could work out at 3 a.m. and not see a soul. So, mm. you know, talk about social distancing. And then one of, our, one of the biggest days that we have here is Christmas Day. Oh, wow. Um, because I think people get done with, like, opening presents, family. There's nothing open. So everybody comes to the gym <laughs> to get away from their families, we said. <laughs> yeah, maybe get, maybe get that yeah. workout in before the big dinner. <laughs> yeah, before the big dinner. So it's just a way to get away. But um, so we've owned the gym for five years now. Okay. So we've had, you know, our, we've seen ups and downs with it, you know, we kind of have figured out the highs and lows. Um, We're very seasonal because we're in Florida. So we get a lot of snowbirds. Um, So we see higher traffic. Um, So you've owned the gym for five years. Um, Obviously nobody has ever experienced, you know, in this lifetime, um, uh, a pandemic and what, what the impact that it's had on everybody what was the um, kind of the immediate take that you and your team had uh, when the pandemic started uh, to uh, appear and, and what, what was some kind of some of those early uh, measures that you guys uh, said, okay, we got to immediately, you know, put this into action. 
I know. At first, I mean, obviously we were in shock um, (laughs) that it was happening. Um, And then we decided that, you know, it was a good opportunity. We wanted to make some changes here anyway, but it's always difficult to shut down your club when it's open 24 hours. Mm. Um, so we had, we were mandated to shut down. So we, we went through, we, we did a fresh coat of paint in some of the areas that we needed it. We did a super deep cleaning of everything. Uh, we did get everything distance. All the equipment is between six and seven feet apart. Oh, nice. Um, so we moved everything apart and then we were like, okay, what are we going to do? Because we have to figure out a pivot, right? So. Right. We kind of had to wait till like the dust settled to see where everything was going, how long we were going to be closed. We were closed for 60 days. Um, and then we decided that, you know, we have two types of members here. We have, you know, the memberships that people are paying for. And then we have insurance, which comes through like, um, you know, healthy contributions, silver sneakers, um, insurance programs that keep your insurance lowered. And those were the customers that were, you know, skeptical about coming back just because they're a little bit older and have compromised immune systems. So what we did for them is we're going to do pre-recorded content um, and that they can download through either like email or social media where they can, you know, just keep moving, right? Just keep them engaged with the gym. Um, and then feel like they call and they're saying, you know, I don't feel comfortable coming in. So it's sort of a hybrid of mm. you can download this content, stay engaged, use household items. If you can't, if you don't have gym equipment, like a broom stick to stretch or, you know, or, you know, water bottles, whatever, you know, kind of things. And then have like the tip of the day mm. um, so that they can download it. We're going to do that through a newsletter to it, Fitness is really just about people engaged, mm. you know, making them feel part of the community. Um, we always, we have a saying here that's, you're not just a number, you're a member. You know, we know everybody's name that comes in. That's really we good. call it like the cheers of fitness <laughs> because we're, <fun. laughs> we're here that. so much. When they come, when they come in with their um, key fob, they their name does pop up on the computer. So we we're, we've gotten to know their names, and then when we see them out in the community, we're like still know their names. Like hi Sally, hi Jerry. Um, so everybody's kind of like, what? They know my name. So we're really uh, hands on. I think the pivot that we've made is you know really looking at like the younger people come in, they put on some weight or they've lost some strength. So we've really heightened our personal training. Mm. Um, side of things which I've always had a I've worked out for 15 20 years consistently and the best results I always had was from personal training you know we can keep a distance and do one-on-one we have a private classroom um, where we can do that safely and that's really working out really well because we say you know you're you know a lot of people are working from home now and you're not moving and you're not spending money on gas and, and things like that back and forth. And the biggest thing we always heard was, I don't have time to work out. Well, now you do because you're working at home, <laughs> you know, right. so get out of the, you know, get out of your home office, come in, do, you know, just get moving. You got to move. And I think the biggest thing we're trying, you know, promoting and the biggest misconception I think is that fitness centers are, you know, 
uh, uh, super spreaders, right? But mm. we, we have this place cleaned, fogged down, professionally cleaned. We're cleaning hourly. I think it's cleaner than most restaurants. <laughs> wow. So just trying to keep everybody safe and, you know, distance. And it's, ever, it's, it's coming back slowly. So mm. Andrea, not um, everybody everything you're saying brings back a lot of memories of, of me and my career for, uh, in fitness. So I'm, I'm liking what I'm hearing. Uh, I'm not going to mention their, their name, but there was a, there's a competitor probably down there because they're everywhere. Um, oh, yeah. we actually have anytime fitness over here as well. Uh, but it, it, what I want to know though, is there's some places where they are actually allowing a certain amount of people inside their clubs at a time. Do you, does anytime fitness Correct. do the same thing or what, or is there, is there anything new in procedure? Yeah. So for, I mean, I think it's actually different by state and actually different by County. Um, so it was at first it was 50% capacity um, which in our gym, we have 7,000 square feet. So it's more of a boutique size. I'll walk around and show you too. Um, so we could have at least 75 people in here at a time um, comfortably. We have, we don't have more than 30 to 40 at a time. And I think it's because we have that 24 hour access. So we have the people that we have the busy times, but we have people that are coming at seven, eight, nine, ten 10 o'clock at night. We have like groups of, you know, 10 or 12 people. Mm. And uh, I think that's because it's, you know, over the course of 24 hours, we get about 200 visits. So we track wow. that 200 people through here on a daily, at a 24 hour period. So, yeah, that's not bad at all. Um, um, I know that I know, um, unfortunately, and I, you know, I feel for them. I know like some of our competitors are like the big, super mega gyms where they're taking people's temperatures they're having a hard time turning if you're coming and you're ready to work out it's hard to turn people away but they you know we have to so i don't know what? how they're managing that yeah but. what if uh i just thought about this what if i'm working out or uh, like i went for like an intense run before i come to the gym to hit some weights and because i was outside running and i got all like hot in my body my temperature is like higher that could happen. That could that, could, could that happen, that and then I I would get turned away. <laughs> Possibly. Uh, can you hear us? Oh, do we do we lose you in audio? You, are you back with us, Andrew? Can you hear us? Yeah, I'm here. I can hear oh, you. Okay. 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 There you go. Yeah, I can hear you. okay. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so Gina, what other questions do you have about um, strategies here that gyms might like think of some of the people that we know out here on the West coast and, and right. some of those well, things? What, and, what questions do you have for Andrea here? And just, and just real quick, cause we're getting close to the end of the show, but uh, Andrea, like uh, I've noticed that whether the, the, uh, the gym I belong to or other gym companies that I see on social media, the personal trainers have taken a bigger interest. I see in keeping business going by either doing classes online, they're doing live feeds on like Instagram, they're uh, even doing personal training sessions in parks. 
Is that something that your club or Anytime Fitness, uh, because I think it's a franchise, correct? Anytime Fitness. Uh, so it, 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 is yes, that something yes. that, that your club uh, thought about doing or is doing, or is there something different in your marketing uh, in order to not only attract new business, but also sustain the business that is already taking place in the club? Yeah, so I think we, I think a couple of things like every club is sort of different. A lot of people are going and doing, we don't have an outside area. So some of the Anytime Fitnesses are setting up outside classes. We do have a private classroom that we can um, actually put people in there and do private stuff. The, I talked to my trainer about that, and our feeling is if we can get one person in at a time, because it's not a one size fits all and you can't really get that feedback of it. Are you doing your form correctly or that, you know, I mean, live training classes are good, but they never really fit anybody's schedule. So that's why we want to do the pre-recorded content. So it can kind of be like the workout of the day, the, the recipe of the day. Mm. Um, and so we're marketing more of the in-person, like doing the hybrid with the pre-recorded content, right? Mm. So it includes a workout. If you're trying to do upper body, some tips you can do. And then we really want to encourage people to come in during those slower times, like from, because, you know, obviously we can track when there's a lot of traffic in here. So when people feel comfortable, like between 10 and 12, um, and then do personal training. Because I don't think you can get really the best results, you know, just, you know, other than being in person, I hope that's, you know, no, 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 that's good. That makes a lot of sense. Um, maybe, maybe just to, yeah. uh, uh, on the marketing front on some of the advertising avenues, you mentioned you also had a background in out of home advertising and you're, you're super huge on LinkedIn, um, with marketing and advertising tips. Uh, we'll definitely make sure that everyone knows where they can go find you there and connect with you there. Uh, in terms of the marketing and advertising, are you, are you kind of putting out, um, is that the focus of the marketing messages? Like come, come check us out. We have pre-recorded workouts and we have all of our workstations are, you know, safe distance. And, and we know when the best times are to come in where you can have that, um, social distance, but still get that workout. Is it, is it kind of like a mashup of all those kind of messages right now to, to, to keep the base and continue to grow it? Yeah, I think people really want to know what's going on in the club, making sure you're engaged safely, you know, as the number one um, message. Um, I posted some statistics from the CDC three months. So people are going back to the gym and they're also – it's 0.0023% that you could get the virus from a fitness center. So if you look at how many fitness centers there are, it's super duper low. Um, and they, there is no evidence that you can contract it from a fitness center. Mm. And those are just facts from the CDC. 23% um, of adult Americans are not even um, utilizing, you know, the physical activity that they should be doing. Um, to, you know, to prevent diseases and cardiovascular. So I think our message right now is just we build immune systems. We don't break them down and mm. mental, <laughs> you know, mental, <laughs> mental strength. 
we need mental strength right now more than anything. And physical, there's so many benefits of it. You guys know of working out and just being active. I, I mean, I fell off the wagon. I've been personally training with my trainer for four months now. I finally feel normal, like back to normal. You know, I did take like a little hiatus for a couple of months, just, you know, we're in quarantine. But the message is, you know, that we are, I think that our members are mostly happy to hear that we've opened up safely. We were covered by the local news as one of the most safe um, fitness centers in the area. So ABC News was here and they covered our, our gym. Oh, so and cool. uh, we, Nice. Yeah, we did it, like the fog, the prevention twice a week. So be behind the areas that you can't see. And it fights, co you know kills COVID and we've taken so many extreme measures just with cleanliness. So, I mean, just having those messages out there and saying it's safe, it's okay to come in. You know, we're doing the social distance. We provide masks, we provide gloves, but really we want to help you build your immune system. So if you are exposed to viruses, you can fight them off, you know? So uh, really good pointers there. If we can maybe just uh, kind of, encapsulate wrap wrap these up for our listening audience if you're out there any part of the country and you own or operate a gym or fitness center i think those three core takeaways is communication with your member base like staying very actively in touch with them about the steps you're doing to clean and maintain your gym to to have it fit and even exceed all of the minimum requirements necessary um, obviously separating out your equipment, making it more than six feet apart. Um, and then pre-recorded workouts. That is really fascinating to me. I really love that you guys are doing that. And so, um, if you're listening, you have a gym that you could try that to get yeah. people in, um, especially the people that are, you know, skeptical about coming back. Um, uh, those are to me, what I heard Andrea say are some of the key things that, that they're doing to uh, kind of get back on track with them. Here's, here's a crazy last question I have for you. Have you guys uh, actually started to see um, in maybe just this maybe last month an uptick in uh, new we member signups, yes. member registrations? And people coming back. Um, we are getting an overflow from some of the gyms that are overcrowded on it, that they have to wait. They can't go in. Wow. Um, so they're saying, yeah, yeah <laughs> it's benefiting that. us. Yeah. It's like, if you are at capacity, um, you know, you're, people are paying, you know, $10 a month, but then there's 500 people in there and they just, they're like, I don't feel safe. You know, they're not social distancing and I'm not telling on anybody. It's just, they're overcrowded. So they're like, I want to come and, and be able to, you know, get my workout in and, um, be, you know, in a safe, in a safe way. So, so that we're, could be, we're another, seeing that, that yeah. could be, that could be another interesting marketing spin for somebody listening who has a smaller private gym. Maybe you can highlight that in your marketing, uh, you know, Hey, you, you know, is, is your normal gym, uh, too packed and you don't feel safe. Come check out our gym. We have, you know, open space, you know, all these kind of things, right. That, that could be an interesting marketing uh, opportunity there actually. And I, I do think like it's because the bars weren't open and stuff. So it was more of a social scene than a workout scene at some right. of these places. And we're getting the serious workout people that actually want to work out and, That's and not do really the too. social scene. That's right. um, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're benefiting. We are seeing new members. Um, you know, anytime fitness does a really good job of marketing, you know, us, but I think the original content from the, the facility itself, it right. helps you stand out. I, I just did that boost, uh, with my trainer talking about the heaviest weight at the gym is the front door. You just have to come in and get started. Oh, I like so, that. Uh, I, li- I saw that in your email. I was like, wow, I should have used that yeah. 10 years ago. That is great. That is great. <laughs> that is. That's why I tell everybody, they're like, I said, you know, the heaviest uh, piece of equipment at the gym. And they're like, what? I'm like, it's the front door. Just come in. <laughs> just get, you know? just get your back end in here and start moving. Edgy. It's all uh, upside. It's all upside. Speaking of which, uh, why don't you tell us where they can, where a listener or viewer can uh, find you, uh, find out about maybe even joining Anytime Fitness, anything you would like to plug? Oh, yeah, can download our content too. We're at Anytime Fitness Bradenton and so, and Facebook and Instagram. And then I'm on LinkedIn as Andrea Messimer Henley. So can connect with me directly there. Um, and we're, you know, we draw from maybe a three to five mile radius, um, but we can offer our pre-recorded content classes really to anybody. And we have an app, we have an app, Anytime Fitness app, um, that helps people keep in, you know, stay engaged and has nutrition and fitness um, tips on there too. That's so fantastic. that's great. Um, and what everybody will put the links in the show notes, uh, to make it even easier for you guys to connect with Andrea. She's just a super positive, super awesome human being. Uh, you know, we're all in it together. We all got to kind of come together and help one another. And so we cannot thank you enough for coming on the pod today and telling us, um, about, uh, what you guys are doing out there in Florida at anytime fitness to make it safe for people. Uh, because thank you no thank you for having me this is how we're all going to get healthy and get back on track and so many businesses just needed to pivot reinvent themselves anyway and i think this is you know a good safeguard for any environment you know it's good to keep these going these classes whether you're here or off-site it's flexibility it works around the customer versus you know you have to come in physically here big time thank you andrew well, okay, so for our listening and viewer audience, follow us online on social media at AdSymbol. On our YouTube page, give us a like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell to be notified about all Ad Hero shows and various other content related to marketing. And don't forget to leave a comment or question below. Get us right like back. And let us know your thoughts. For inquiries and more information about outdoor advertising, visit our site, AdSymbol.com. Find the Ad Hero podcast on all major platforms. Thank you for tuning into the Ad Hero podcast Fridays or every Friday, I should say. Or every Friday we get around to it. That's right. My name is Gino Giovanni. And I'm Matthew Olivieri. And we have Andrea. Thank you again for joining us today. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you, guys. And we're signing out. We're out. Bye. Want to advertise big and build massive brand authority at the same time? It's easier than you think. Open Display by AdSymbol lets you advertise on digital billboards nationwide. Just go to OpenDisplay.com for a free account to get started.